All right. Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and today I have the NBA Finals Game 5 preview for you. Uh, my brother Javar and I helped break down Game 4, what went wrong in Game 4 for the Warriors. Um, you know, KD, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? At this point, he's listed as questionable, so we shall see. Uh, both of us think that he will play in Game 5, but we have different opinions on, you know, if that will matter or not at this point. Um, we talk a lot about the Raptors and just how awesome they've been in this playoffs, especially Kawhi Leonard. Uh, is Kyle Lowry a Hall of Famer? I don't know. We'll, we'll answer that for you as well. And, uh, yeah, man, this was a really fun pod. Uh, thank you again, Javar, for coming on the pod, man. You always do great. And uh, if you're new to the pod, guys, please remember to hit that subscribe button so the episode will download automatically for you. Or you can just download the episodes individually, whichever you prefer. The downloads is what really count for me. So I appreciate everybody that's ever downloaded a single one of my episodes. And uh, that's all I have for you in this intro, guys. So let's go ahead and get to the episode. We're here again with Javar to discuss this uh, NBA Finals Game 4 and... uh you know, preview for Game Five. Javar, what's going on over there, man? How you doing today? What's up, man? Doing good. Just got back from a good workout, trying to trying to get my uh, basketball skills back up myself. <laughs> trying to get some points. You, uh, uh, what's your rating right now? You about a sixty-five? Oh, my two K rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about a sixty-seven. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate you being honest. All right, so let's let's go ahead and talk about this, uh, this NBA Finals, man, because. Last time we spoke, you know, going into this uh, game four, we thought both of us thought that it was a must win for the Warriors. And obviously that just wasn't the case. Um, you know, in, in my opinion, it felt like that they got up to a great start. I thought that the crowd was behind them. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I felt like Oracle was just really, really loud um, at the start of the game anyway. Um, you know, Clay, Clay was on fire. He, he started hitting everything. Uh, I mean, you know, even, even the team themselves, like they looked great for like the first 20 22 minutes of that first half and then they kind of let it go at the end uh but what about you man like what what happened in this game for the warriors like how did they lose this game yeah um you could see you could tell the warriors were were playing focused and and desperate the crowd was desperate like i said you could tell the intensity in the building and uh they were playing well uh moving around almost like chickens with their head cut off i almost think they got Mm -hmm. like out they got themselves too tired in the first half Mm. Okay, and uh, and I think it was also a carryover in many ways from uh, Game Three. Like I think Steph didn't have his legs. No, not his, at all. Like his 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 shot was just kind of funky looking. He was hesitating, and um, it's, it's just sometimes it just come it didn't come off smooth. Right. Um, Clay, you know, obviously he's the one that's been out of the game, so he he had a little more energy um, when he was out there, and he did look good. But even with all that said, I mean, the Warriors, I think they got up to like a maybe 11 point lead or something like that in the first half. But it didn't really get away uh, from the Raptors. Right. Because Kawhi was was I mean, from the start, he saw his team didn't have it and he just put them on him back on his back uh, in the first half, especially mm-hmm. in that first quarter. He was, um, you know, just just really aggressive. Yeah. Just keeping the keeping the Raptors afloat. And then, yeah. uh, and then towards the end of the second quarter, uh, the Kyle Lowry and Danny Green and stuff would hit three, and Serge Ibaka they hit shots just to keep them close. It was similar to how the Warriors used to, were doing in the first three games, just trying to keep themselves close. Definitely, you know, man, it's interesting because you know Kawhi. I, I think uh, Kawhi had 14 of the 17 Raptor points in the first quarter. I mean, at that point, you know, we were already communicating like, holy crap, you know, Kawhi is doing this, Kawhi is doing that. He looks great, but. 
you know, after the first quarter, like I, I also was like, wow, like the Warriors look great. Like just like you said, like they they came out here with so much energy. Like they, they were running around. They, they they were screening. They were hitting shots. They, they were awesome on defense. I was like, like let's go. Um, but one thing I was noticing early was that they were turning the ball over. They were yeah. so sloppy. I was going to say, um, th- they could have been up like 20 if it wasn't for Cousins just having like three or four straight turnovers <laughs> in a row and just yeah. fouling and missing shots. He was so bad. He was almost like d- damaging. Mm-hmm. They would have been better off um, just not playing him at all because he, he was like sabotaging them out there. <laughs> and yeah, man, I mean, you know, that, that that brings me to another person that came back, which was, uh, you know, um, Kevon Looney. This guy, freaking uh, cyborg out there, he, you know, he's supposed to be out for the whole series and... He decides to come back and play tonight, which is great. You know, they needed him because, like you said, Cousins was just god-awful. But why do you feel like DeMarcus Cousins wasn't effective? Because, you know, I, obviously in game one, it was his first game back in a month or however long, two months. So I, I, I didn't expect him to be effective. Uh, game two, I didn't expect it either, but he was. Game three, he was just god-awful. And then, I mean, in game four, he was god-awful. Like, what's going on with him? I think in game one and two, the Raptors just didn't, you know, care about him. After he made that impact in game two, they started adjusting to him. I was like, okay, we're, he's on the court. We're just going to go at this dude. Right. Because um, he, he he doesn't – he's not the best one-on-one defender already, and he's he's already compromised. And then he's he doesn't pay attention off the ball. There were so many times where he didn't make rotations or he was just jogging down the court not even trying to, like, you know, help be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were, they were just running him off the court, and they put him in a lot of pick and rolls because he couldn't defend in space. Um, that's how Kawhi – you know, we didn't talk about it yet, but in the third quarter, he hit those big threes just because, yeah. you know, he, he they were just dicing him up on the pick and roll. Um, so, yeah, I think just the game is just moving too fast for him, and he, he doesn't really have that feel. Like, he hasn't played, I think he's only played, like, what, 20, 30 games this year? Something like so, that, yeah. I mean, there was times where he, he had an open layup, but he's trying to be fancy and passing, do a shovel pass to Iguodala or something like that. <laughs> turnovers, like, he, he doesn't, he just doesn't look like, and that's kind of what I'm worried about with KD if he was to come back. It's like, if you're gone for too long, you know, it's, it's, it's more to being rusty than just not being able to make a shot. You also just are slow and, and don't have that feel. Right. So he just looks out of place on the court. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's something I didn't mention at the start. But, yeah, there's no KD. You know, obviously, with, with the last podcast, we talked about how he was out. Um, you know, they, they announced it very early that he was not going to play. So there's still no KD. This is a must-win game for. I, I thought that it was absolutely imperative that he play this game. But, you know, he's not healthy or whatever, which is something we'll get into. But, yeah, I mean, you know, just, just echoing your thoughts on Kawhi really quickly. Um, so that, that – and um, well, let me say this. Going into halftime, it was a two-point game, I believe, or four-point game. It was a four-point game. And Kawhi comes out the gate in that third quarter and just dominates the Warriors. I mean, not just the two threes – but all the fadeaways he was hitting, and like these are these are heavily contested. Like this dude was just incredible out there. I mean, it looked like he could not be stopped. So let's let's, let's go ahead and get into Kawhi, man. Let's talk about how dominant and awesome he was in this game. Yeah, I mean, not only this game, but just the series has been a revelation in the playoffs, man. He's yeah. just incredible. You, do you realize he's averaging thirty-one and nine uh, rebounds, four almost four assists. And he's almost – he's on the cusp of 50-40-90. He's like 49% from field goal, 39.5 from three, and then like 88-point-something from free throw. Like he's on the cusp wow. of – like he's just so efficient. And, and it's high volume on each of those. Yeah. He shoots like six or seven threes a game. Like I just can't believe how good of a shooter he is now. 
Um, and it's not just like a fluke for this year. But really, he's been doing this for the playoffs for the last couple of years. He's he stepped his game up. He's an incredible player, man. I don't know. Like he's he he. I feel like if he was like more out there personality wise and more like trying to uh, build his brand, like he could easily be the face of the league. Like he is. His he's so skilled. Yeah. He's like. I mean, he's he's already got the Kobe Kobe and, and Jordan game. Like he looked like. Kobe Jordan template out there, like those, those some of those pull up threes and fadeaways. I was like, wow, I've seen that before. Right. Yeah. You know, I'll be the first to admit about Kawhi. Um, I mean, I was never a huge fan of his in San Antonio, but let's be real, who liked the Spurs? Um, but I've, I've always respected his game, but I've never seen this Kawhi. Like even even in San Antonio when he was killing the Warriors, they were up by twenty something before Zaza Pachulia happened. Um, I didn't see the type of stuff that I'm seeing in his game in this playoff series. And I, I saw something earlier that I wanted to mention. I just pulled it up. So Kawhi leads the, the entire playoffs in minutes. He leads, he leads the playoffs in points, but over 100. He leads the playoffs in rebounds, steals, field goals, and free throws. That's ridiculous. Like, this, this, dude, this dude is next level, man. Yeah, man. I mean, what is going to happen? Is he... Is he gonna win the championship and leave? Mm. That's that. I, I don't know that. I mean, you know, there's 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 scenarios here. So you know, in in my opinion, this series is over. Um, you don't you don't go down three one in the finals. I, I mean, you know, the the LeBron thing has so many factors, which is why it happened. When this is a totally different situation, but um, I don't in my totally opinion, agree. But yeah, well, okay, but well, yeah, we'll, we'll get in a little bit. But yeah, in my opinion, this series is over. So. You know, I guess one scenario would be Kawhi, you know, yeah, you know, if, if the Raptors win, Kawhi's gone because, you know, why stay, I guess? I mean, he doesn't want to be there, but, you know, he went there and won them a championship, so the Raptors can't really hate him for leaving. Um, well, well, hold on. Let me argue this. Like, why mm-hmm. why leave? Like, you got a good, a great team that has featured, totally featured you as the, you get to do whatever you want to do and explore your game to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to totally new heights. Uh, the medical staff that's keeping him afloat and, and just, you know, let him do the load management thing. Yeah. Um, a whole country behind you. I mean, why would you leave? Because like you don't want to be there. Him, <laughs> they, they could offer him the four or five year max, whatever it is that he can get with them. I mean, I'm saying I get that, you know, like if we're, if we're talking pure basketball reasons, I don't oh. think there's anywhere else he can go. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it makes sense. Especially so if, because if he's in the East, too. So, yeah. And if, so if it's about winning and if it's about, you know, championships, and if you want to be the guy and try to, I mean, I don't know what he wants, but if, if yeah. like, stereotypical star stuff, I mean, the Raptors have everything he, he'd ever want. That's true, but I'm, I'm saying that I disagree because, you know, if if, if they win, it'll be two championships, two finals MVPs. Like, you know, it's it's time to get that bag. I mean, he, you know, he, he, he missed it. Well, I, I guess, you know, Toronto could offer him the biggest bag, so that doesn't even make sense. But how, how, they can do, what, five years? Two fifty, something crazy like that. It's probably no, because it's not the team he was drafted on. It's probably like five years, one ninety, some something right in there. Ooh, shoot, I still take it. And if he if he goes anywhere else, I mean, they can't pay him that much. But no, it could be, be like it could like one fifty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, look, hey, one fifty, not to sneeze at. But still, you know, even if, if even if he goes somewhere, I mean, you know, I I mean, to, to me, his his sole reason for leaving would be location. Um, you know, and it's hard to argue, you know, like I don't necessarily want to be in Toronto my entire life, but, uh, who, who knows? Like Kawhi is an interesting dude. Um, 
So maybe maybe he will want to be there. I mean, who knows? Nobody but um, knows. yeah, nobody knows. And he damn sure ain't telling nobody. It's all the speculation. But, uh, you know, so going into game five, man, uh, I, I, I purposely waited to do this podcast until Sunday because, you know, I wanted to hear what Steve Kern Award is going to say about KD. And uh, obviously he's just, just questionable. He got to practice today. Um, so what are your thoughts on the KD situation? Are, are we going to see him in this series? And does it matter at this point? I think he's going to play. Um, Vegas is now like they're bumping up that, that he's going to be finals MVP odds and all this stuff. So it seems like. There's people on the in the inside, people on the know to think he's going to come back. Um, and I mean, I don't know what percentage he'll be at. I, I, I mm-hmm. assume he's at least seventy percent. Okay, and that's better than freaking Alfonso McKinney or Quinn Cook. So, <laughs> Very honest, true. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know. Like when the Warriors lost to the Cavs, it took a, some crazy events to happen. You acknowledge that, right? Earlier, absolutely, absolutely. But, but, but that's, pretty, that's why I say a it's big different. swing, though. This is a big swing. It's you know arguably the best player in the league, even at seventy percent. Like he's a big deal as opposed to like the role players, the, the non NBA level players that are playing in the finals. Um, I don't know, like that. Just just his presence alone could help Steph and Clay. You know, ease that burden, help Draymond. I think they could mess around. All they have to do is win this game. If they mm-hmm. can win this game five. And then go back to Oracle, last game in Oracle, you figure they're going to win that one. Like yep. now, especially after how they went out in games three and four. Definitely. And then all the pressure, I mean, well, it's not all the pressure, but, you know, the, the home crowd in Toronto, they're, 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 the kulos are going to be clinched, right, when they're <laughs> at home in game seven. Oh, yeah. And, you know, things get crazy. You never, you know, so in a game seven, you never know what was going to happen. That's all it takes. They just, the Warriors have to win this game tonight. So that's why it's all hands in, on deck. That's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised if KD will come back. Actually, I would be downright shocked if he didn't play game five. I, you I would know, be but, stunned. You know, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if KD doesn't play. Um, at this point, nothing would, would surprise me anymore about this guy. You know, there's, there's, there's so many people that are playing hurt right now. Um, you know, like Steph, uh, Draymond, Clay, of course, Kevon Looney, of course, you know, Andre Iguodala. Like, these guys are all banged up and hurt. But it's the freaking NBA Finals, so you play. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, the, the injury has to be more severe than what they're saying. Um, recently, there's been reports of the, their teammates starting to, you know, grumble and rumble about, hey, you know, we're playing hurt. Why is not he playing hurt type thing? Which, you know, obviously you, you called a mile away. But I just I'm, I'm, I'm just so I'm so drained with the whole Katie situation. And I, I just don't think that it'll make a difference because, you know, e- even with him being 70 percent. I, I don't know if, if that'll matter at this point. Like, they're down three to one with two home games in Toronto. Um, I, I do agree with you that if they can somehow pull off a, a game five win, like, that completely changes the entire series because obviously they're going to win game six and, you know, they'll have game seven in Toronto. But I just don't see it. Like, they have been grossly outplayed for all four of these games. Toronto damn near should have swept these guys. So I just, I don't see it, man. Yeah, but each game has been close too. It's not like it's been you know blowouts each game. Last game, yeah. they, Toronto won by might have been close to twenty points, but it was cl- it was not like they were up twenty points the whole game. It was yeah. just a big swing in the third and fourth quarter. But yeah, yeah. so it's not like you know. It's, now I'll give you this. I don't know what major adjustments Golden State can do other than, <laughs> other than deploy a seven foot Hall of Famer. But yeah. Um, because they they have tried just about everything. They've tried. They actually finally started going small in Game Four. 
Right. It didn't work because they don't have the wings to help. Like, Serge Ibaka was just killing them on the inside. Yes, like, he was destroying. do so much. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. But, you know, they, they need some scoring from those positions. Like, uh, Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, and Alfonso McKinney, or whoever whoever they, they play, like, they, they need that. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, like, one of them guys has to contribute offensively somehow. And I know Iguodala's hurt, and he, he's doing his best. But, bro, you are terrible on offense right now. Like, you're, you're good for nothing. And Draymond, you know, you can't make KD, it Don't you think KD could give him at least 20 in his sleep? No, I don't. I, I don't think that. Like, I, 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 think, I think Kevin Durant's injury is, is, is so bad that he's going to be god-awful. Like, he's going to be game one to Marcus Cousins out there. Like, you really think that? You, you think yes. he can't just at least post up in the corner and make threes or just I, get, in the, get in the high post and just turn around and shoot it? <laughs> like, I think no, bro. He, I, I think Kevin Durant's going to be a straight decoy out there. Like, I'm not buying it until I see it. I think this dude is hurt for real. Like, I, I honestly think that they're forcing him to come back. Like, I, I, I really nah. don't think he's healthy enough to play at this point. I just don't. No, nah, I, I think – I don't think he, they're forcing him. I think the peer pressure is starting to get to him. And he's that's like, what I okay, mean. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, because, you know, like, how, how bad would it be on, on Kevin Durant's legacy if, you know, they, they, they lose this series 4-1 to one and, you know, there's all these questions about his health and he, he ups and bounces on them. Like, how bad would that look for KD? I mean, if he's hurt, he's hurt. It is what it is. I mean, if he, if he can't play, like you like you seem to think he can't. I don't want the guy out there limping and try, you know possibly hurting himself. So mm. if he can't play, then it is what it is. I think everybody understand that. Um, you know that matters anyway. Right. Um, I, I I say at least try though. The thing that's kind of off putting to me more so is him not even being on the bench and not like. At least trying. I mean, at least just yeah. going out there and practicing and just just ramping it up, just just doing something. I, I don't know if he's scared or if his people were scared, but I don't know. It's it's the it, like you said earlier. It's the championship. It's the finals. Like yeah, if you if you pull your calf again, you got all summer. And he's the type <laughs> of player that's like even if he was to tear his Achilles or something, I still I'm pretty sure he would get max offers from everywhere. Yeah, that's 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 literally what I was about to ask you. Like if if KD messes around, plays game five, and he pulls his Achilles and he's out for a year. Do you still think somebody's going to throw him a max? Absolutely, because he's not a like a type of player that relies on athleticism anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, you know, I it's it's hard to say that that I disagree because it's Kevin Durant. Like, why wouldn't you throw him the money? But at the same time, that would suck for whoever signs him. Like, hey, we got him, but not this I tell year. You what the Warriors would definitely like to resign him. I know. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, come on back. You can sit out this whole <laughs> year if you need to. That's fine. Well, he has a player option with him, so I guess he would probably just, you know, he would probably just use his player option to stay there, hurt, and just. Well, I don't know. I don't sure. know if he if he was actually seriously hurt himself. I think he would just look for that max security. Think so? So yeah. So I think he'd be like, all right, Golden State, y'all gonna give me this five year max. Mm. Golden State would swallow hard. Be like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, you know, if if if, if Toronto does win this series, um. Do you think that the Warriors dynasty would be over? Because, like, obviously everybody thinks that KD's leaving. Uh, they're probably not going to re-sign DeMarcus Cousins. Um, who knows with Clay? I mean, I, you know, out of those three guys, I only really expect Clay to stay. But w- w- what's your opinion on those three guys? Let's start with Cousins. Uh, where, where do you think he goes and, like, what happens with his career? Um, I don't know. I have no idea where he goes. I, I remember after yeah. game two, I was like, man, this might have been good for his career. But now it's like, uh, everybody's looking like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, 
I, if he's to come back with the Warriors, I doubt it'll be for the mid level again because they need that money to. If, if KD leaves, they need they need to re- replace him with some kind of a wing. Yeah. So if he can come back to the Warriors on the minimum, I guess. But Woo. I, I I don't I honestly don't know who's going to be offering him more than like the mid level or more than like eight nine ten million a year. Is he that bad? Has he fell? Has he fallen out that hard? Or is it just because of injuries? In your opinion? Yeah, the injuries, man. It's, it's the injuries. Nobody's going to commit multi million dollars to a guy who. You know, hey, let's just call it what it is. I mean, even when he was with the Kings, teams didn't really want to touch him because he had attitudes and he didn't play yeah. the right way. Um, and then B, coming off two major injuries, especially the Achilles. I mean, he he, I I, I feel like he can get it back and still become a star, all star level player. But that's a big deal, man. And I'm, I'm I wouldn't be the yeah. one offering him three or four years of guaranteed money. What if okay. he's just a shell of himself or he gets hurt again? Then he just it's dead money. So, so I, I doubt it. Okay, so I'm about to say because obviously the Lakers have a max slot. Um, you, would you be upset if they wasted it on Demarcus Cousins? I would be pissed unless it's like a one year deal. <laughs> if it's a one year deal just to get me over to. Uh, Anthony know, if Davis. They can't trade. Yeah, if they can't trade for AD and they want to try to sign him next year, I guess. But I'd still be like, man, we're just doing these one year deals again. I, I yeah. wouldn't like it. But okay. So what about what I about be Clay? Surprised. Yeah. What, Clay, what about Clay though? I'm pretty sure he's coming back yeah. to the Warriors. You, so, you think he's a lifer, him and Steph? Um, I I think he's going to get another contract. I mean, four or five years, you never know what's going to happen. So Yeah, that's true. Um, but as far as the Warriors and their, and their dynasty and them still con- being in contention, I mean, did we not just see what they did to the Rockets and Blazers? Yeah, I mean, that's true. They'll still, they'll still be title contenders. It's just not a guarantee they'll win the title. Right. Now, I don't know who in the West can contend with them if the Warriors, I mean, if the Rockets can't. And um, I don't believe in the Nuggets or the Spurs. And, you know, nope. the Blazers obviously can't beat them. So what? I mean, Lakers, Lakers baby. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, maybe we, and I, I still, I was thinking about this the other day as a quick aside for us Laker dream, dreamers. Um, <laughs> um, what if we were actually healthy and met these fools in the conference finals without KD? We could mm-hmm. mess around and be in the in the finals right now. Yeah, because wow. I, I feel like we were the only team that really could have matched up well with the Warriors in the playoffs. Yeah, I know this. I know that's just Laker exceptionalism and fanboy <laughs> talking. But well, I mean, you're, you're you're not wrong. I mean, look at what we did to them on Christmas when we were healthy. But that's regular season plus different. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and no, I feel you, man. I mean, I, I've always been on that train of thought to as to where you know. Um, we, we we just match up well with the Warriors. Like, we, we just do. Um, and, and adding LeBron, that just helps our cause, of course. But uh, who knows? You know, there, there were so many things that went wrong with our season. I don't want to open up old wounds again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, so you think Clay's going to stay? What about KD, man? Uh, you know, the, the talk is, you know, Brooklyn or New York and everywhere else besides the Warriors. So do you think he's going to stay with the Warriors if, in fact, he plays or does not play? Let's, let's just say for the sake of argument that he plays and he's healthy and they lose in five. I'm actually starting to think he might stay. Really? Okay. Why? I've been I've, well because now, if he comes back and they lose, it's like, well, y'all gonna go out like that losing? Why not? Yeah. I mean, unfinished business. You're not, yeah, clearly you're not. You're not an invincible team. You could lose, so why not come back and you know be the man on this team? And because really, the narrative on the Warriors is going to change if they lose, right? Either way, of course, it's gonna be like. Yeah, well, now they're gonna say they needed KD. So that's what KD always wanted in himself, right? He, <laughs> wanted, he wants to be wanted. He wants to be needed. He wants to be the the best player in the world. He had everything he wanted. 
even before he got hurt, he I was like, huh, maybe he might stay with them because the narrative is changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if, if he comes back and they win, it's like, huh, they needed him because he, he came back and they won. And so, oh, man. Why if, would you just stay? <laughs> bro, if KD comes back and wins this championship for the Warriors, like, first of all, Finals MVP, this is, first of all, it's, it's going to destroy Steph's career, in my opinion, uh, or his, his legacy anyway, because um, it's like, how do you how do you not look at Steph some kind of way when, you know, this this is your team, KD wasn't there, like y'all down 3-1, like you had really one exceptional, exceptional game, and then all of a sudden this dude comes back from this injury, hadn't played in two months, and he just carries y'all to three straight wins, like, woof, the bay's going to be shaky. I don't agree with that, because... The, his career is not over, so he could still win more championships or Finals MVP or whatever the case may sure. be. And then two, he's got a team where he's basically just him and his hurt wingman, and there's nobody else that can score. So it's it's really LeBron did he, it. He he got them to the, they got to the finals. <laughs> I mean, it's not like there's some bum ass team or went yeah. out like Harden or whatever. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't, so I mean, what you want me to do? Like, even everybody's lost before. LeBron's lost how many finals? Five, six of them. I mean, something like that. Who's counting? So is it about winning or losing, or is it about getting finals ADPs? I mean, I don't know. You know, but there's a, I mean, but, you know, that's that's the argument. Like, there, there's a lot of people that try to put a, you know, an asterisk by Steph Curry because he doesn't have a finals MVP. Well, and people are like, over. I, I, I understand that. I understand now. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like this speakly for the podcast. Like, people, people literally think that, yo, like, Steph isn't that great. Like, he's not all-time because he doesn't have a finals MVP. I personally think that that's ridiculous, uh, but it sounds like you do, too. Yeah, I mean, when Kobe had three rings and people were saying the same stupid shit to him, I was like, <laughs> his career's not over. Like, he's, he, we, we can win more and he can end up getting the finals of EVP and you, you're not going to have nothing else to say. Yep. So, just leave it at that. I mean, he's. I agree. They, they could come back next year and win and, and he could average 40 in a series or whatever. You never, you never know what's going to happen in this series. Yeah. Really, like I said, they just need KD to be an option out there. They just need uh, somebody. Cause right. Because just him and stuff, I mean, him and Clay is just. The Warriors' offense is too predictable if they're keep running off these curls. Like, Toronto is doing a really good job of shutting that action down. They are. And honestly, and it's another thing, I'm not totally blaming Steph because I wish they'd run more pick and rolls and just give him the rock. You saw what happened <laughs> in game three when they just gave him the ball, just like, look, just just be aggressive. Yep. He's, he was amazing. But Steve Kirk just insists on, you know, him and Clay running off these curls and screens is better for the team and, you know, opens up the floor, which I get it. They've been to the finals five straight years. Mm-hmm. This is their primary offense, but uh, to me, that's that's a major adjustment that Steve Kerr needs to make. Um, and he, they've done this before, like against Houston in Game Seven last year, and against Houston this year in Game Five and Six. Once once KD went out, just yep. Stephen Draymond pick and roll, just just you know Lethal. doing that to death. And yeah, yeah, it's like why why haven't we seen that in this finals? I, like, you I don't know, understand. that's a fantastic question. I think because Kawhi always guards Draymond, and they want to keep him out of the action. I, I I mean I can't think of any other reason as to why they're not doing it because like you said like it was Solito especially against Portland they were just killing him with that step and Dre pick and roll um, I, I agree with you man that's a great point I wish that they would run it more but they just they just don't um, I'm not and, sure why they don't and I don't know I, I think I don't think Kawhi can guard Steph I think Steph is a little too shifty and and you know every time I, every time they switch on we're Kawhi switching on Steph. <laughs> Steph just blow Steph, by him. Yeah, he just he just shakes him. Yeah, it's 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 not a typical dude that quite likes to guard. So, mm. okay, 
So, you know, just, just, just to reiterate, Cousins, you know, who knows? Uh, Clay definitely going to stay. And KD, you think he's going to stay even if he plays or he doesn't play, right? I mean, I've, I've said this this whole time. Like, I don't understand why he would go to the Knicks. I just don't get it. <laughs> or the I Nets. don't get it at all. The Nets, mm, that's still, like, why? Yeah, you want to play with Kyrie so bad? Like, what, what in the last year, two, or three has made you – look at him as like somebody you really want to play with this dude is insane <laughs> literally insane no i feel you man i feel you i i mean it's it's hard to say especially for you know kd obviously i would love to see him come to the lakers but that's just unrealistic at this point um you know smart money would probably be on standing staying with the warriors especially if they lose just because like you said they have unfinished business but you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Game five will be, you know, as you guys listen to this, game five will be tonight. Um, and we kind of touched on the subject a little bit, but I, 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 I want to go back to Steph because, you know, this is Steph's fifth time in the finals. Um, currently, he's three and one, which is great. You know, he, he, he still has a chance to be four and one. I don't see it. Uh, to me, this finals is over, even if KD's, you know, at 100%. But, uh, you know, like, do, do you think that losing this finals and you going out the way they did with no KD, let's let's just say for argument's sake that KD doesn't play, do you think the, that it impacts his legacy at all at this point? No, because, like, they, the fact that, you know, when KD went out, people were saying this, it was over already. They thought they was going to lose to the Rockets. Yeah, I agree. They got they got to the finals. I mean, it, it's, it's still a great season. It's not, obviously, everybody thought it was a, a lot that was going to win the championship, but hasn't this revealed this team isn't as dominant isn't as invincible as everybody thought like they're very thin There's, yeah they are outside of outside of Steph and your and uh clay thompson i mean there's nobody that you can lock in is going to get you 10 points How can which you, is sad that's actually incredible that they swept the blazers it's incredible that they beat the rockets yeah i mean it's they should have been swept already in this series they, they're really thin and uh these guys they're running out there I mean, even their 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 top seven rotation players, like four of them are, are banged up, four or five. Of, like, <laughs> Looney, like you, you listed them earlier. Looney is hurt. Iguodala's had a hurt calf since yeah. uh, the the Blazer series. Yep. Um, Steph, he tweaked his ankle and tore his finger. And, yep. Against the Rockets, right? Yep. Uh, Clay, I think, tweaked his ankle and now he's got a tweaked hammy. Uh, obviously, KD. Uh, with, the, with the calf, um, so that's that's a lot of guys. And then Livingston is just old. Nigga Dollars also <laughs> old. They they just they're not that good. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just really top heavy. So um, Draymond Green is is a, is a star. So they got three stars, but Draymond Green's not a scorer. So it's really there's only he's only got Steph has only got one other option than Clay, and yep. Clay doesn't dribble the ball. He's pretty much an off ball option. So that's a lot of I mean. I think Steph is doing a good job. It's not like he's playing bad. I mean, he's – I think he's averaging like 30 in the series. It's not as efficient as he would like, but right, it's not terrible. And, you know, he's doing what he can. It's just, it's just like, well, what what the narrative is is the, the Warriors, um, you know, the strength of numbers is kind of like mm, against good teams. You could really tell they can get exposed. Yeah. You know – I think they just have to – like even next year if KD leaves, they just have to – get some better players. They need to go back to where <laughs> in the 15, 16 days when they had uh, Barbosa and Spates and, and, you know, all these guys that just would 
had the roles and actually were NBA players and can make shots and can do things. Yeah, definitely. Man, you know, one of the one of the other narratives that, that I'm hearing a lot out here is, um, you know, the the Warriors still have three All Stars in the Finals MVP, so they should win every game. And I'm so sick of that because, like, you yeah. you you literally just said it. First of all, Draymond Green is struggling to average ten points in this series, and that's that's not a knock on Draymond Green. Like, that's 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 who he is. Dr- Draymond Green is not going to get you twenty a game in any series. Andre Iguodala is damn near fifty. Uh, this dude, he's he's just he's just sorry at this point. He he just he can't play that well. Um, he, he's still great on the defensive end, and he, he can still catch a lob every now and then. But his outside jumper is so unreliable. His mid range is so unreliable, and he, he's he's so hesitant to shoot. But I, I, I he's not going to average you twenty in a game in this series. Clay will, of course, and Steph will, but you, you need more than that. So that 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 whole notion of oh, three All Stars and the Finals MVP, let's let's pump the brakes on that. Because you know the fact that the Raptors are able to do a box and one that should tell you everything you need. Exactly, to know. exactly. Multiple times, multiple times. I might add. Right. I mean, my goodness. But uh, so let's 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 shift it to Kawhi a little bit. So obviously, you know, Raptors are up three one. They have a chance to win it in in Toronto. Um, you know, winning first of all, this would be Toronto's first championship ever, which we talked about in a previous pod. Um, this would be huge for the city, for the country, but it'd be huge for Kawhi. I mean, have two championships, two finals MVPs. Um, do, do you think that th- him winning in Toronto would make him want to stay anymore? Like we talked about, I, I have no idea what Kawhi's thinking. I yeah. think what the, the interesting question here is how do we think about him now? Like, what is his legacy? Yeah. Right. Because now it's just like he's officially one of the most clutch players of all time, like playoff performers of all time. Um, but he's a guy who only plays like two thirds of the season now. Like it's pretty much going to be a thing, <laughs> it seems. And he doesn't care about a brand or really to share his personality. Like, he's a really weird star, right? But man, I bet so many teams are kicking themselves that they didn't try to offer more for him last summer. Like the Celtics, they could have gave up Jalen Brown for him. Um, the Lakers maybe could have went a little harder, though. It sounded like the Spurs just weren't trying to trade him to us at all. Nope. Um. I mean, the Raptors just went for it, man. That's it's it's crazy. Like, um, yeah. Shout out to Masai Ujiri because dude fired his head coach who just won Coach of the Year, traded away his franchise player, and got Kawhi, Nick Nurse, and now they're one win away from the uh, NBA championship. I mean, just the 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 damn stones it takes to do that from Masai Ujiri. That's just greatness right there. And now this guy is officially one of those players that whatever he decides to do this summer, that changes the landscape of the league. Oh, yeah. That great. Like him and Durant are the, the, you know, the the great, great whales of this this (laughs) summer. Yeah, no doubt. What about what about Kyle? I just wanted to ask one one more question in in related to that. How do you think that changes the, the mind of people or do you think it changes the mind of people that trade for stars now? Like you. That are, you know, ask for trades, but that's not necessarily a place that they want to go on their list. Yeah. So, like, Paul George, the Thunder traded for him, and he decided to stay. Right. Kawhi Leonard, the Raptors traded for him, and they're about to mess around and win a championship. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, the Celtics traded for Kyrie Irving, and he kind of might have blew up their locker room. And he, he might bounce <laughs> so, like, Anthony Davis, should the Nuggets just, like... Say, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll throw Gary Harris and, you know, some other Jamal Murray and Otto, uh, Michael Porter Jr. or something. Just throw a package together for Anthony Davis and just go for it next year. They Let's absolutely should. Trying it. Yeah, I mean, they should. 
I, I don't think that they will because, you know, the, the Nuggets were the number two seed, so they, they probably think very highly of themselves they don't need AD. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think anybody that has the assets should try to trade for AD, whether he wants to stay there or not. Even though it's only for one year versus the two um, from, you know, this previous season, I, I still think that they should try to go all in because Anthony Davis is, in my opinion, he's a generational talent. I think that he's still a top five player in the NBA. Um, he he is a little brittle, so he probably won't play all eighty-two games. But all you Let's need him for, then. no way. What? List my top five right now. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, no particular order. I mean, you see, KD, Steph, Braun, AD, Kawhi. No particular order. No Giannis. No, I would take no. I would I would no. take Anthony Davis over Giannis. No, Embiid. I don't know. Embiid demolished AD uh, last few times they, they played each other. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, just the way that Embiid went out, you know, it, it kind of makes me hard. It, it, wow. Whoa. Pause. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> it makes it it makes it difficult, I will say, to choose that right now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I think I think Embiid's number six on that list, in my opinion. But I would still take AD because I feel like AD is more efficient. He's more versatile. Um, even though, like, I, I, I love Embiid. And you, you know that. I mean, I, I love Embiid. But uh, I think offensively, um, Anthony Davis is a little better. But, you know, it's they're, they're very neck and neck. Uh, like, you know, I mean, it'd be 85 and Joel Embiid 6. And no Harden? <laughs> Don't be cuss on this podcast now. This Sunday, <laughs> on this glorious Sunday now. <laughs> You're funny. Do you, is 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 your five different than mine? Do you have Harden or Giannis in there? I think I got Giannis instead of uh, AD. AD. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I I can't be mad at that. I just, you know, I I think AD is better, but Giannis is definitely, you know, he's beast. He's he's coming. He's definitely wow. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I put it this way: Giannis led his team to the you know sixty wins in conference finals and. Sure. He could actually. You could give him the ball. He could at least do something. Like AD, you got to give it to him in the post or do a screen to roll or something like that for. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's not. He's not a playmaker. So. No. Well, he doesn't. He's a. He's a big man. I mean. But no, I'm just saying. I buy you playmakers. Sure. Who, could, who play make more? So would you say Giannis over Shaq? Well, no, because Shaq is just absolutely <laughs> unstoppable. Okay, all right, okay, just make sure. All right, so um, let's let's go move on. So I, I want to talk about Kyle Lowry because you know there's a, a CJ McCollum posted a tweet last night or the night before. And he he asked Twitter, "Is Kyle Lowry a Hall of Famer now? Um, if if he wins this championship, obviously he'll have a championship ring. He'll be a five time All Star with three starts, I believe. Um, he's made an All NBA team. Um, in my opinion, hell no, but." What about you, man? Do you think Kyle Lowry's a Hall of Famer if he wins this championship? Nah, that ain't enough. That ain't enough. <laughs> he, I, I feel like to be like for for his low level of accolades, they have to win at least. They have to win like three rings or something. Really, three? Dang. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. yeah, he he never was like a a top twenty player, really. You know, nope. so I I find it hard to believe he he get in. And even if he, I think if he was to ever get in. He, yeah, they have to. He'd have to win like multiple rings, get a Finals MVP or something. I mean, he's not even like. Where do you do you think he's better than Chauncey Billups? I mean, Chauncey Billups is in the <laughs> Hall of Fame yet. No, I think I he don't. will make it, but he, it's you know he's. I think he's past his second or third ballot. So 
Yeah, you know, you know, there's there's guys that don't have championship rings that are in there, and I think a lot of people like to like to think that just because you have a ring that means you're automatically qualified for the Hall of Fame. And I want to pump the brakes on that because that that's just absolutely false. Um, you know, I respect Kyle Lowry and, and what he's done this season. I still think he's a bum, but you know, uh, he he just doesn't have the talent to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, that's just putting it frank. Like this, this dude is not that guy. But well, I don't I, agree I do with think, that because you don't you don't have to have otherworldly talent either. Like there's guys that, that's who aren't what I'm saying, super talented. Right, yeah, you know that that's the, that's where I was going with that. Like, I I I do know that there are guys in the Hall of Fame that they don't have generational talent or franchise player talent. So I do think that he will get in the Hall of Fame, even if it's just this one ring, five All Star. I do. I really think that the Hall of Fame is going to let him in eventually. Um, he, he probably won't be first ballot, but He's I, not an I seriously Olympian think. Or anything. Does he no. have an Olympic gold? Or, no, like no, that's not enough. Bro, bro, bro like like dog, like I. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they're going to let this guy in. Like <laughs> Ben Wallace isn't even in. Ben Wallace is like a three-time defensive player of the year. He's got a ring, five-time All-Star, like three-time All-NBA. He's not in either. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I mean, you know, I just I just feel like they're going to pity Kyle Lowry because he, he brought the city of Toronto a championship with Kawhi Leonard. and Well, with, that is a big factor, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't. I still don't see it, though. No. Yeah. But his career's not over. I think he's only, like, only quote unquote like 31 32 so right so uh you know let's as as we're winding down here let, let's go ahead and get a prediction for game five so obviously you think katie's gonna play um I, i'll go ahead and say that I, I, he's probably gonna play too um who, who wins game five man man i'm just, I, I guess warriors i think i just because i wanted to be a longer series <laughs> But I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors win. I mean, how crazy it's going to be at at, uh, at that arena and in Jurassic yeah. Park and then, you know, the whole Toronto area. They're right. Be super fired up. So it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Warriors <laughs> to, to get past that because the, the, the team, I expect them to come out with a lot of energy. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's I hope it's at least a good game. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Warriors just be like, right, we can't beat these guys and just. It gets ugly in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I really hope that it doesn't get ugly, but I kind of don't see this game going any other way than a 20, 25 point blowout. Um, I, I think, I think Katie's going to hurt them out there to be completely honest, because it's going to be his first game in two months. And, you know, they, they're down three, one. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, well, not only that, but he, I'm, I'm sure he's going to try to jack up as many shots as he can because he's like, Oh, they need me. They need me. But, uh, it's it's going to be ugly out there. Like these guys are champions, so I I don't want to completely write them off because they are champions. They, they they've they've been in this situation before, um, so it it's not impossible. But if I was a betting man, my money I'm betting hundred million on Toronto right now. <laughs> like this this game's over. It might might be this game's over. Uh, the series is over, and Toronto's about to win a championship. Um, so. As we're wrapping up here, man, uh, the, the next thing we have to look forward to is the NBA draft. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of teams that are already making some moves. Uh, I, I think the Hawks have five picks in the lottery or something weird like that that we talked about. Um, do you think – I'm sorry, go ahead. I want, to say, I want to say they have at least three picks in the top 20. So they have 8, 10, and uh, Brooklyn 17. I, you know, think, I think they, they have, have two uh, second-rounders as well. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, man, 
you know, obviously, you know, the Pelicans still have the number one pick. Do you think Zion is actually going to get to go to New Orleans? Or do you think they're going to do some some trade and trade away Zion? No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> I mean the fans—they've already sold how many season tickets for next year? I, mean, I know, right? This is the fans want the guy. Like, I, I think that's another reason why they need to just go in and trade AD. They need to just go in and fully embrace this is the Zion era. Just build around Zion. We'll need. AD and his, uh, that's all folks, Looney Tunes shirts and his, <laughs> you know, him, him, you know, being a distraction. And he just fully, just, just, this is, this is Zion's team. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Sure. You know, uh, there's, there, there's still people out there that think that, you know, they should trade their pick. Not, I'm sorry, not their pick. They should trade AD to the Knicks. So, um, RJ Barrett and uh, Zion could play together. And it's funny, you know, R.J. Bear was on first take last week and he was talking about, you know, he was talking about the the uh, potential, um, you know, th- that potential trade package and, you know, him playing with Zion. And, you know, of course, you know, he he, he gave the typical, oh, you know, I'll be happy anywhere type response. But you could tell that him him and Zion playing together is something that he would really want. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, I, I tend to agree with you. I do think that New Orleans, they'd be foolish to trade the pick. And they, they probably should just go ahead and get rid of AD at this point, um, especially before the draft or at least during the draft. So, you know, everybody can know that, hey, this is Zion's, Zion's town. Like, you know, Nola, Zion, let's get it. I mean, but, who, who would they trade the pick for? Well, who's out? Who else there? Who, who's a star that's worth the number one pick? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> and who, who else would they select? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I just thought it was comical. Like, you know, you're going to trade. Here's here's the thing I'm curious about. I, I wonder, like, Anthony Davis, he should have maybe sat in thoughts like, man, maybe I, 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 might, I might just want to stay this year. Right. And see, we, we, we can mess around and go to the finals or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got him, Zion, Drew, and um, I, I guess Randall's not going to be there anymore because he, he's got a player option. So I doubt he'll be there to want to mm-hmm. back up Zion and, or whatever. So. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't know. So I guess they don't have too much wing depth, but still, they, that'd be an interesting <laughs> team with Drew, AD, and Zion. But so yeah, it doesn't sound like it's meant to be. So definitely. So last thing I have for you, man. Um, there was a report that came out a few days ago again that uh, Lakers have reportedly promised Garland. I think his name is Darius Garland. I, I still don't know the kid's name. To be honest, like I'm, I'm not trying to get invested in him because I don't think we're going to keep it. But apparently, we promised him that we're going to pick him at number four. So I just want your thoughts on that. Um, I think if that's true, it might just because it might be because uh, that's the player that a lot of teams think is the best prospect there at four. So, right. you know, if they're going to trade him, at least that's somebody that teams want. So I think <laughs> that's. I mean, and it does sound like he's like most a lot of scouts and and. Uh, mock drafts have him as the fourth best prospect so right so it's kind of yeah. one of those things we shall see which i like you said i I'd, I'd, I'd be shocked if we end up keeping the pick yeah he's a point guard too so i just i don't why <laughs> but um you know but then again you know a number four pick can come off the bench so i mean if we start alonzo we have him caught the bench and but still there's there's just that that added we 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 don't need those battles to be honest. Like we need Lonzo to flourish, but whatever. Isn't he a clutch client too? Uh, he is, yeah. So um, there you go. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, man. I appreciate you coming on the pod, man. Uh, hopefully, this you know this isn't the last NBA Finals preview that we get to do, but it might be. So we shall see. But uh, appreciate you coming on the pod, man. All righty. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Current Era Podcast. Thank you uh, to my brother Javar for coming on the pod to help talk about this uh, upcoming NBA Finals Game Five. What do you guys think, man? Do you guys think that uh, the Warriors are going to pull it out and win in seven? To me, there's no way. But you know, I guess it'd be cool to see. I guess. Not really. But anyway, yeah. Um, you know, NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight on ABC, 9 p.m. Eastern. No, I don't work for ESPN or ABC, so I don't know why I'm plugging it like I am, but I am. Uh, please remember, guys, if you're new to the pod, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so the episodes will download automatically. Those downloads are what really count for me, guys. Appreciate it so much, and I'll see you on Friday.